0: Shout out to Cole's mom, shout out to Greg, shout out to everyone. The Orlando Magic have their first win of the season. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 25th, 2021. My name is Philip Rosenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk about the Orlando Magic's big win over the New York Knicks. We will ignore Friday's loss to the New York Knicks. Um, we'll talk about the game on Sunday, how the Magic were able to pick up the win, what it says about the team and the foundation that was firmly laid for the Orlando Magic roadmap that was put in place by Sunday's game. We will it's all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you all for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day, or just part of your regular podcast rotation. We are free and available on all platforms, as well as streaming on YouTube. Subscribe today. Uh, look, no doubt, the Orlando Magic struggled in their first two games. Um, I was extremely frustrated. It, it, it felt, you know, especially coming from kind of the hyper organization of Steve Clifford uh, and the way that he prepared his team um we we've become accustomed i think to seeing a magic team that when they have time to prepare is over prepared um and it's just so tuned in that they that they play well and, you know again the, the baseline the very basic promise the magic had given us is they're going to be fighters they're going to be hustlers they're going to really play hard at every moment and and, and, and really, just compete every night. And so to see them get blown out by 26 points on Wednesday, 25 points, um, or whatever it was, on uh, on Friday was disappointing. Um, and yes, you know, I, I would, I honestly, I was telling people this is the Magic's tanking team. The, the Magic are clearly very, very hurt, very, very undermanned, struggling to just put together a functioning roster at this point. And with a rookie coach, there was a lot of things that that they were struggling with. Um, the Magic just needed a game b- to be competitive before we could even talk about winning. Um, Sunday looked like it was going to go the same in many ways. The Magic starters played well, but they were giving up open threes. They were you know, struggling to track players defensively. The only difference was they were making some shots. Cole Anthony was on fire with 15 points in the first quarter. Um, and Orlando was hanging around, but... When Cole Anthony left the game, the Knicks expanded their lead. They went on, I believe it was a 13-4 run uh, in the second quarter to go up by 13, to extend their lead out to 13. And you're we at that kind of knife's edge again, where, you know, who's to say we're at that knife's edge again to say, um, are the magic gonna let go of the rope? Are they gonna struggle? Are they gonna stop passing the ball? Are they gonna try and do everything on their own? Or are they gonna stay committed, stay with things and Get back into the game. Well, two things happened. First, the Knicks stopped making threes, which certainly helped. But Magic's defense had a lot to do with that. And the other thing is the Magic did stay with it. For the first time all year, Orlando didn't kind of give up on the game plan. They didn't concede the game plan almost and to go freelance and freestyle. They stuck with things. They kept fighting. They kept grinding. And this is the team that we imagine the Magic would be. This is the team we imagined the Magic would have to be. Cole Anthony kept going, Franz Wagner contributed, Mo Bamba contributed, Wendell Carter contributed. The Magic cut into that lead and slowly, slowly, slowly got back into it. By the time the fourth quarter came along, we had ourselves our first competitive game of the season. And that opened the door for Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross scored all 22 of his points in the fourth quarter, looking very much like the human torch that Magic fans know and love. And for the first time, you could feel the juice, so to speak. You could feel the energy that the team had. That if if you let this team hang around, they're confident, they're talented, they will beat you, or they can beat you. The Magic's defense in the second half was absolutely stellar. They did a good job mixing up some zone, mixing up some man, challenging three-pointers, locking down the offensive glass, challenging shots at the rim. The only thing that we could really complain about was the Fallon, which, again, maybe, maybe some people were questioning. But um, the Magic were able to kind of balance their offense and their defense really effectively. And that enabled them to get back into the game. That enabled them to compete. That enabled them to win. The Magic went on one final run to go up by 10 points in the fourth quarter thanks to a three by Terrence Ross. As Ross just continued to torch the New York Knicks, as they finally got him going off the screens, going toward the basket, just getting him going in general. Once Ross picked up speed, it was clear that this game was there for the Magics taking. The Ladder Magic defeat the New York Knicks 110-104 in a huge victory and a big win for this team. Again, like I said, you could just this is a young group. They need success to be successful, if that makes sense. Um, they need to feel The energy, they need to feel confident. Um, Those first two games, the Magic let go of the rope. They got put down, they took runs, they took punches, and they didn't punch back. In this game, they punched back. In this game, they stayed with it. This game, they believed, and as the lead got closer and closer and closer, as we got to the fourth quarter, you could feel this young team's confidence just dripping off of them. And that's how this team's going to have to play. This team's going to have to find confidence that way. They're going to have to find emotion. They're going to have to find energy. Um, And that's how they're going to kind of build themselves up to get wins against quality opponents like the Knicks. You know, one of my goals for the season is, to, yes, to to develop and to grow, but beat quality opponents. Don't just feast on bad teams. Beat quality opponents. And that's what the Magic did uh, Sunday night at the Garden. They beat a quality opponent playing really, really well. They beat a quality opponent who housed them at home a few days earlier. They beat a quality opponent by playing the exact way they need to play. In many ways, this game was a blueprint for how the Magic are going to play and how the Magic are going to win games. We're going to go over that blueprint coming up here in just a moment, but we're going to go over the box score here first. Before we get to that, though, I got to tell you a little bit about Prize Picks. PrizePix Picks is the daily fantasy made easy, and you're going to love it. PrizePix has the best NBA daily fantasy prop game on the market. They offer more NBA props than any other daily fantasy prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of my users that deposit and use the promo code will receive a 100% instant match up to $100. So just be sure to use the promo code NBA when you sign up. Here's how the game works. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. No dealing with professionals who just know how to game the system and flood those daily fantasy games with multiple, multiple, multiple entries that win anyway. PrizePix allows even mixed sports entries, so you can take the over on LeBron combined with the umber, under on Mahomes in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy. Check out PrizePix.com and use promo code NBA, or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Today's podcast also brought to you by TV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for that premium movie channel. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Street and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. That means... No more juggling remotes, and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion, and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. a really strong game for the Orlando magic. And of course a lot of individuals did some really nice things. And obviously like a huge difference for the magic in Sunday's game compared to the first two games is they made shots. Like literally life is simpler when you have the confidence that shots are going to go in, that you have the confidence that not only can you execute, but the shots are going to go in. Like again, little stupid things sometimes decide these games. Uh, That's not stupid, but simple, basic things decide a lot of these games. Now, the Magic didn't shoot a great percentage. Let's get that out of the way. 40.9% from the field, 36 for 8 for 88, 12 for 43 from deep, 26 of 34 from the foul line. The Magic, the one thing the Magic have really improved on this season, they've gotten to the foul line a lot more effectively than they have in probably a decade. I'm not joking about that. If that keeps up, the Magic will be fine. 13, only 13 turnovers, a lot of them in the first quarter when the Magic were struggling. Uh, leading to 11 Knicks points. That was a huge deal. Magic have struggled with points off turnovers all season long. The big scores. Let's start with Cole Anthony. 29 points, 9 for 16 shooting, 5 for 9 from the floor, 6 for 7 from the foul line, 16 rebounds, 8 assists, just one turnover for Cole Anthony. For my money, this was Cole Anthony's best game in a Magic uniform. This was, honestly, by far his best game. It's everything that he contributed. There was a a will and a determination from Cole Anthony to make sure the magic won this game. And, and and honestly, like I was watching this game and I kept thinking like, yes, finally someone's taken charge. Someone's kind of decided we're winning this game and it's going to play that way. I mean, Cole could certainly get a little bit into his bag, can certainly overshoot all the time, but when he has things rolling, this is the type of game that he can have. And it was really, really impressive. Um, he was searching for his three-pointer, and he was making them. And, and obviously, that just helped this conference grow. But Cole really wasn't just searching for his own shot. Sixteen shots isn't a lot. It was an efficient night for Cole Anthony. Um, he did a good job. Uh, good job setting others up. Obviously, with eight assists, did a good job pushing the ball ahead, getting out in transition. He just did a good job with everything we expect him to do. He was tough going after rebounds. He really he he put his nose in there. went, went after boards with the big boys and got them. Um it set the tone for the whole game, I think. It was a real, real big um, performance in that way. Um, again, just it was Cole Anthony's best game in a magic uniform. I, I I don't have a doubt about that. I don't think that that's that's really up for debate. Um, I know he had the big game to end last season, but that was an, an irrelevant game where he just took a lot of shots. This was Cole Anthony was consequential to the win. Um, the magic don't win, the magic don't compete without Cole Anthony. He's really struggled to start the season. Um, and so this was a, a huge game for him. Terrence Ross, obviously, 22 points, 6 for 11, shooting 2 for 6 from three, 8 for 9 from the foul line, two steals off the bench, all 22 points in the fourth quarter. Um, we've really seen Terrence Ross struggle this year. He has struggled to kind of get himself going, get himself in the flow of the game. He finally was able to kind of get free, finally able to get himself open, get himself in positions where he could score. And, and And the Magic obviously need that. The Magic need a strong Terrence Ross. A strong Terrence Ross is a Terrence Ross that's going to help them win games. Um, He was really stellar throughout the course of the game. And and I I think, or not throughout the course of the game, but in the fourth quarter. And and once he got cooking, it was like, okay, the Magic are going to win this game. Their vet is going to carry them to the swing. Um, You obviously don't expect your guy to score 22 points in a quarter. Um, He was outscoring the Knicks. Knicks, He almost outscored the Knicks in the quarter, 24-22. But this is the Ross that the Magic expect. Um, you know, you get to the fourth quarter, you can trust that Terrence Ross is going to make plays and, and be engaged. And I think that's obviously what the Magic have to do, is just get to this point where they can use Terrence Ross as a very, very real weapon. There was actually not a lot of scoring outside of those guys. There's some good runs by a couple players. Franz Wagner, 10 points, 4 for 11 shooting, just 1 for 6 from 3, 7 rebounds. Despite that, Franz Wagner was really, really good. Um, got his scoring kind of in the first half, you know, scored in a a big spurt there. Three pointer certainly was a struggle, but Wagner is just everywhere. Um, you know, I, I have to say, I, I thought Franz Wagner would be able to contribute pretty quickly and be a good barometer for the team. I did not expect him to be this good this quickly. Um, he has been really comfortable. Um, you know, again, the shooting has got to come, but he's cutting really well. He's defending really well. He had a couple. He had a couple. He had a string in the second quarter where he matched up with Julius Randle and locked Randle down. Like really did a good job on Julius Randle, and so you have a lot of confidence with him guarding both fours and threes. Did a good job on RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett just twelve points, five for seventeen shooting. Um, Julius Randle had his struggles in the game as well. Um, It is. It it was a really really solid game from Franz Wagner. Uh, He played thirty eight minutes. It was hard to keep him off the floor just because he does all these little things. Um, to, to make the team better, uh, he is—he has been really impressive here in these first three games, and really, really impressive um, as a player. Mobamba with ten points, three for eleven shooting, zero for five from deep, thirteen rebounds, four for eight from the foul line. Uh, honestly, first bad game for Mobamba this year. Um, you, you're not—I'm not, not going to expect Mobamba to be fantastic every time he plays. Um, had his first bad game. Uh, let's let's just be real. Um, missed oh, a bunch of open threes. Percentages were always going to come back down, so this wasn't too surprising. He was going to have a game like this, but Bomba still did a good job, um, on the glass, especially. Um, kind of found his place, he's just got to avoid fouls. That's 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 kind of the big thing with him right now. Wendell Carter 11 points, five for eight, shooting one for three from deep, uh, nine rebounds for him, uh, four block shots for Wendell Carter. Uh, I thought Carter had a difficult game too. Um, you know, he found some points, he found some areas to score. Uh, but he really struggled defending Julius Randle. Randle did a good job kind of pulling him out, beating him off the dribble a little bit uh, on the perimeter, getting into his body, really kind of knocking him off balance. Um, Carter certainly has the potential to be a great defender, um, but this was a rough game on that front. Julius Randle, 30 points, 8 for 24 shooting, 12 for 14 from the line, 16 rebounds for him, 4 blocks as well for Randle, but the the Magic had some difficulties corralling him at times, and and Randle was able to kind of keep the Knicks in the game. Um, off the bench, RJ Hampton, 7.3 for 12 shooting. He continues to really struggle with his shot. Moritz Wagner with 8 points, 3 for 9 shooting. Um, New Atlanta Magic, again, shoot 40.9% from the floor, 12 for 43 from deep, 26 for 34 from the foul line, a big part of the reason why they were able to win this game. The Knicks, led in scoring by Randall, as I said, 30 points. Derrick Rose off the bench with 23. They shoot just 37%, 37 for 100, 17 for 25 from the line. They do get 16 offensive rebounds, but only 14 second chance points. So the Magic do a good job defensively there. Again, only 11 points off 13 Magic turnovers. The Magic scored 16 off of 12 Knicks turnovers. So the Magic were able to do some really, really good things on that front. Orlando also wins fast break points 12 to 8. They were only 5 for 10 on fast break points. Orlando still got a lot of areas where they can improve. The Orlando Magic defeat the New York Knicks 110 to 104. Why this game is a roadmap and a blueprint for future Magic victories. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, did you know Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's literally something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're passionate about their favorites, but really, they're all of their favorites because every single flavor tastes good. Even flavors you don't think you'd like. I didn't. I don't like raspberry. I really don't. Um, but, the ras- but the raspberry Built Bar tastes really good. It's a nice fruity flavor uh, to get from a protein bar. But you can also get classic savory flavors like cookies and cream or German chocolate. Um, I tend to prefer those. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine regularly available flavors. Plus, they're always putting out special flavors. Like, I think there's a Halloween flavor. I think there's a pumpkin flavor. Yes, there's a pumpkin flavor. Get over it. um, That you can try as well. Not only are built Bars the best tasting, but they're healthy too. They're usually 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180, so they're not meal replacement bars. These are true snack bars. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Or Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, so all the gold medals won in Tokyo were powered by Built Bar. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. That warehouse is literally with you every day. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, not not for specialty people, not if you're like a plus member. Everyone gets the same price. You have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You know, I I, I take a lot from the coaches that have come through the Orlando magic. Um, you know, I, I will admit this. I, I know, I feel like I know a lot about basketball, but I certainly don't know a lot more than the coaches and, and even some of the players. Um, so I, I always tend to learn, um, and especially sits up been covering a team tend to learn what it takes to win. I learned a ton from Stan Van Gundy. I learned a ton from Frank Vogel. I learned a ton from Steve Clifford. A- and, you know, Steve Clifford used to always say, um, we have a way to win. Um, we have to find our way to win. We have to find, you know, what we have to do in order to win games. And, and it's not easy, um, and especially with the kind of talent deficit that teams have have had uh, in the last decade. Finding that way to win is really critical. Um, and, and, you know, I've kind of talked about it, you know, the margin for, in, in terms of the margin for error. The Magic have always had a big margin, a, a small margin for error. They'd have maybe five or six things they had to do to win, and they'd have to do four or five of them. This team, they'd probably have to do all five or six to win against quality opponents this year. That's, that's the reality. But what this team needed more than anything else was a boost of confidence. It was a shot in the arm, was a, a sign that what they're doing can work. What they're doing can deliver the results they're going for. Because yes, the season's about development. And we're not judging it on wins and losses. But players need to see wins. Players need to feel what wins feel like. Need to see the tangible results of their work. How do you keep a team committed to what you're doing? It works. Because at the end of the day, this is a zero-sum business. At the end of the day, there's a winner and loser every day. And while you don't want to get too down on the losses, especially this season, you need to have some wins to understand, okay, if we do this better, if we do this this way, we can win basketball games. And so in that way, Sunday was a blueprint. Sunday was a blueprint for how the Magic are going to win basketball games this season, for how they're going to be able to put things together, tie it up, and deliver on their promise. You know, I'll I'll, I'll talk about something that another coach here in Orlando talks about a lot. Um, Oscar Pereja uh, from Orlando City often says that he wants his team to be the protagonist of the game, Um, which is a funny phrasing um, for sure. But there's a lot in that. Um, he wants his team to be dictating the tempo of every game, to be dictating the, the pace of the game, to be the ones on the attack. Now, obviously, you're not going to spend a whole 90 minutes on the attack, but um, you want to be the one kind of taking charge and making the other team react to you. Um, that's, that's, that's always how I've taken it. Um, you go back and look at Sunday's Orlando City game, to be honest. That game turned in stoppage time with a 2 1 lead when Tesho and Delhi couldn't decide whether to attack the goal and try and get another goal or go to the corner and try and kill time. And that indecision allowed New England to get on the ball, allowed New England to become the protagonist, and allowed New England to tie that game uh, and, and really hurt Orlando City's playoff chances. And really hurt Orlando. I mean, Orlando City obviously got a draw against the best team in the league. But that was a draw that felt like a loss. I don't know if y'all watched that game or not. Um, But that idea of being the protagonist, of of being the aggressor, is really, really important. In the Magic's first two games, they were on their back foot. They were making mistakes. They were uh, struggling to kind of get a grip on the game. Um, And that's one of the reasons why they fell behind by so much. One of the reasons why they struggled so much. In Sunday's game from the tip, the Magic were in it. Give Cole Anthony a lot of credit. He was there to make sure the Magic did not lose that game. He was there to make sure the Magic were going to be competitive and going to have a fighting chance. He really set the tone. And, and, And one thing that I said, one thing I said to myself while I was watching that game was, you know, finally someone's taken charge. Um, yes, I love the laissez-faire offense. I love the kind of the the equality of it. I love that the Magic can attack you from different areas and that different guys can have different runs. And uh, and the Magic do have some different offensive weapons, but at the end of the day, you need someone who's going to get you a bucket. Um, and yeah, Cole Anthony struggled and is probably not going to shoot that well every night. But they need someone who's going to get them a bucket, and Cole Anthony did that. But even that wasn't enough because Orlando still fell behind. Orlando still made a lot of those silly mistakes. There's still a lot to clean up with this team. But they stuck with it. And that's the other thing about this Magic team. They want to be resilient. That's been a word that Jamal Mosley's thrown out a lot. I've heard Wendell Carter throw out that word. They want to be a team that can take those punches and punch back. And for the first time all season, the Magic finally punched back. Or punched back when the game was still on the line. In the second quarter, it really did feel like the game was on the knife's edge. It really did feel like the Magic could could falter and fall apart um, and and lose that game and lose it big again. Um, Wednesday and Friday, the Magic certainly did. But the Magic were able to kind of respond. The Magic were able to kind of get themselves back in the game. They were able to fight back. They were able to show that resiliency. And once they were back in the game, you could feel their confidence. From there, the Magic played a second half that is going to resemble very much how they're going to play the rest of the year, how they want to play the rest of the year. They defended and contested shots really well. They forced turnovers. They they made the Knicks struggle. They made the Knicks kind of play on their back foot and watch Orlando make their run. And Orlando played with supreme confidence. The roadmap to a win is still very, very simple. You limit turnovers. Obviously, you don't give the other team opportunities to score. You defend hard, contest shots, play a little physical. I didn't, I didn't mind some, a whole lot, lot of those fouls. They, they, they kept New York in the game, but I didn't mind it so much. You defend well. You play physical. You get steals. You, you, you kind of harass and make them uncomfortable. You move the ball offensively. The ball moved better in this game than it has ever moved this season. You move the ball to get open shots but you stay on the front foot. You stay aggressive. You stay assertive. And that was such a huge part of what the Magic did. Um, Such a huge part of what the Magic did and why they were successful. That second half is how the Magic needed to play. And obviously it's easy to say that because they won, but guess what? Wins are proof that something is working. Wins are proof that something can work. And the Magic finally got something to work and they were able to get the win. That's how the Magic need to play. And we'll see if they can do it because the next game is right around the corner. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can also subscribe to our podcast on YouTube as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Philip R underscore Dean for the latest on the Orlando magic. Be sure to check out Orlando magic daily.com. We want to thank you for making locked on magic. Your first listen every day or part of your regular podcast rotation, no matter when you listen to us, be sure to tune in tomorrow. We'll have a recap of the Orlando magic's game against the Miami heat as they play their first back-to-back of the season. So now make your second listen locked on fantasy basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet it's free and available on all platforms. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic, you're in On Magic. This is me, Philip Rock, and I again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ads